You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top King League. All right, guys, joining us on the line is St. George Illawarra Dragons head coach, Anthony Griffin. G'day, Hook. Welcome back to the podcast, mate. How are you, Tristan? Going well? Doing real well, mate. Good to catch up. Now, mate, let's get stuck in. You're in Kiama at the moment. In terms of what you use kind of your getaways for, is this a little bit of a combination of a lot of physical stuff and a bit of bonding? How does the Dragons use this kind of time away? No, this uh, time of year with this camp, it's all about just refining our uh, our game, getting ready for the, the trials and obviously the season coming up. So it's, it's low volume. Um, you know, it's, it's more based around attack this next two or three days um, just to refine what we've been doing over the off-season um, and, you know, put the finishing touches on the, the way we want to play. Yeah, mate, you've, you've got a very, very mixed roster, you know, a lot of experienced players and you've you've got a lot of great young players coming through. Two of the guys I wanted to talk to you about is the guys you gave a bit of a chance to late last year and that was Junior Ramon and both Jaden Sullivan. How's the off-season been for them, mate? Yeah, they're, they're both going um, really well and, and that's brought them on a bit and the fact they got five or six games each I think um, just gave them that, that taste of the NRL and uh, unfortunately at the time we were up against it but that was probably a good thing now everything happens for a reason they, they got to feel the I suppose the intensity and the week in week out um, uh, level of playing at the NRL um, which has propelled them into our off season really well they've, they've both had great off season Sully um, had had a couple of little niggling injuries, uh, which stopped him a little bit. But um, he should be right for the trials, and um, you know they both really benefited from from uh, a full off season in the NRL. They did one last year, but probably being their first one, it smacked them in the face a little bit, rather than um, you know gave them the opportunity to learn and, and develop, um, which is normal for young guys. Um, but, but this year, they're, they're just at another level. And with guys like Ben Hunt, Andrew McCullough, and uh, some of the experienced guys we've brought in, they've, they've, uh, they've really enjoyed it. Yeah. Hook, I heard you talking the other day about, you know, the real big defensive aspect to choosing your one and six. Is that still the kind of approach when you're, when you're looking for that round one team? Yeah. It, it, the way the game's evolved, Tristan, particularly your one, he, he's, there's a lot more reliance on him to be, your, I suppose, your defensive captain or your defensive coordinator with the splits that they've they've got to read and um, you know the the responsibility they've got, you know, to start the sets well with kick reception and uh, their positional play across all those areas. Whether you know you're defending forty twenties or you're defending your own line and to get your numbers right, um, there's a lot of responsibility on the on the number one more than the six, the halves are always under pressure because, you know, people send a lot of traffic and a lot of shape at them. But um, certainly the number one, it's a real education now in in defensive structures and, um, you know, personal positioning the whole time, whether they're going to come up into the line or 
you know, what depth they want to take on a certain part of the field. Yeah, mate, when I was growing up, I loved David Peachy, and I see the same attributes in your young gun, Tyrell Sloan. Are you seeing the same thing? Well, he's very talented, naturally, like David, and he's, he's a glider across the ground. I, I can see why a lot of people say that. Um, yeah, so, you know, the thing for Tyrell is, you know, like the other two boys we just spoke about, he, 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 he got you know, his look at the NRL last year, and in, his natural ability, the stuff God gave him, you know, he can get across the try line. I think he scored five tries and six games and had a hand in three or four of them. So that's a that's a natural ability that's got him here now. It's, it's about moulding him and, you know, making all that David Peachy stuff that you taught him mean something because he could do it on both sides of the ball. Yeah, definitely, mate. I ran into Birdie, actually, at the Gallon fight, and he was wrapped. He was telling me a little oh, bit. Yeah. He was telling me a little bit about him working a lot more in the middle and having a crack in there. But last year he played like four different positions. So we know the versatility and he's just a pure footballer. But in terms of him maybe potentially running in the middle, what's the thought process behind that one? Yeah, well, he can play anywhere, as you say. And um, and Bertie will tell you that as well. So uh, <laughs> he's, not, he's not shy in confidence. But um, uh, he, he, we, we wanted to care for him and look after him last year. He obviously hadn't played in footy years, which everyone knows, and he, he had a very tentative off-season because he was he was rehabbing his second knee reconstruction and didn't really, uh, you know, do any of the, the miles he needed to, so uh, centre was somewhere we thought, um, you know, would, would, would limit his workload or, or the constant workload, and um, he handled that really well for, for most of the year and played a couple of other positions, you know, during the back end of the year when we were a bit disorganised and down on down on troops, but um, he, he'll play in the forwards uh, uh, from the start this year in the trials. Whether that's you know that lock roll or or, or we put him on an edge, we'll, we'll figure that out. But um, and, and of course, with everyone, a lot of it will come down to trial form as well. So, yeah, um, but we'll move him closer to the ball and and um, you know uh, give him an opportunity, you know to. To play uh, long minutes in the middle there, you know, and um, he's done a done a really good job in the off season with our performance staff. He's had a really good injury free off season, and he's in a lot better uh, shape now than what he was last year. Yeah, love it, mate. I saw that he pulled out of All Stars. Is that just precautionary, mate? Yeah, he's had a little um, uh, Achilles tendonitis, um, you know, which hasn't really stopped him. Uh, you know, doing a lot, but it's, it's enough, you know, just to, I suppose, get into his head and, and uh, you know, he, he's got some pretty strict, you know, rehab protocols to go through with the performance staff and he sort of made the decision, he, you know, with the trials coming a couple of weeks, he just wanted to really uh, finish off his off-season and, um, um, you know, get a cherry ripe for the start of the year. Yeah, mate, you know, your recruitment this year really focused on those middle guys, Aaron Woods, Francis Molo, and Georgie Burgess. Mate, with the money ball thing, is that a media beat-up or is that something that is, like, legitimately true? Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think it's... Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying it's a beat-up. Your roster management these days is... is um, is super important, and as everyone sees, and I know the fans don't like it, 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 you know, you've got to be monthly looking at your list, and you know, uh, particularly uh, certain parts of the of the season, you know, you, you you're trading all the time trying to build your list. We had, we had a 
a need to restructure our list. I wouldn't say rebuild it. Um, uh, last year, we've turned over 14 spots in our top 40, you know, for a number of reasons. Um, so, yeah, we were really active last year. I don't see that happening, you know, this year that much, uh, obviously. Um, but certainly last year, we we had to get out and, and, and make some uh, changes. And, and in doing that, you've got to make the cap work for you. Obviously, everyone's only got a certain amount of money to spend. So, um, you know, if you can find someone you think that's going to be a use for your club and you back yourself that you can do something with them and the, and the, the club that they're already at, you have to pay something to free up, you know, the commodity that they're finished with. Well, that, that just helps with your cap then. Um, but, you know, there's a few players we've done that with. Um, but there's, you know, there's others like, you know, the Surleys, um, Moses, uh, sorry, um, Francis Molo and, and Jaden Sewell, we, we've just gone out and, uh, you know, and recruited heavily because we think, you know, they're great young players. They're all, the, you know, uh, Sewell and Surley are 23, 24, Molo's, you know, 27. You know, a couple of them already played Origins and Grand Finals. So those type of guys we just, you know, targeted and wanted. The other, some of the other guys, uh, yeah, we thought would add some depth to our roster. We've been able to, we've been able to trade so to speak, and, and make the cap work for us a little bit. Yeah. Mate, George Burgess, I like that signing. We know what he done at Souths, but how's he progressing with the hip, and will he be ready for the trials? Yeah, he'll play against Parramatta at the States Sunday week. Um, it, as you'd expect with a hip uh, surgery, the, the, the enormity of it, he, he was slow, really slow, and he's been meticulous again with our performance staff since August last year, but he's really uh, warmed into the off season and done got a lot of miles in it now, a lot of intensity with game simulation uh, sessions, um, you know, a lot of up and off the ground defensive contact. And uh, last week he, he had a massive week, um, you know, uh, and he, he got a lot of confidence out of it. He, he's doing four weeks training, to give you an idea before Christmas, leading into. Uh, you know, the, the real meat of the off-season, he might do two out of the four or five sessions a week, whereas for the last three or four weeks, he's, he's just been in full training. And um, he still has, you know, a little bit of tightness around there, but it's not to do with the operation. It's just trying to activate, mm. you know, those muscles that he's never used for the last four or five years, really. And, um, you know, that, that will eventually, you know, come back for him. But he's a big man. He's 123 <laughs> kilos, so there's, there's a... There's a lot of things that have got to fire around that glute for him to, you know, to, to push his hip through. But he's in really good shape at the moment, and he'll play. Uh, he'll play against Parramatta. Great to hear, mate. Now you've got two of the most explosive centres in the game. You know, Zach Lomax. A lot of unlucky injuries with the hands and hamstrings, all sorts of things last year. And then you got Moses Sully, who's just untapped potential. What's What's the key to getting the best out of both of those boys this year? I'd say their mental approach to the game. You know, um, they both they both fantastic young players and um, had you know uh, really good starts and periods in their careers so far, which has you know propelled them into that frame where potentially they're, they're two of the best young centres in the game. But now it, 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 it's about um, you know about them really uh, maturing and going after what they want, and also you know doing their you know, their job for the team week in and week out. And then that comes with a lot of things. It comes with their preparation and their attention to detail and, 
off the field. Um, but it's, it's a little bit uh, like, you know, we're talking about Sloan and Amone. You know, their talent's got them so far. And they're extremely talented, and they're a lot more further down the track than those boys. But now it's about, you know, playing top level NRL football for 24 weeks of the year, and and um, they're well on their way to do that. They both showed tremendous signs so far. Um, you know, Zach's a really passionate, you know, young guy that you know wants to win, you know, for the club as well. You know, he's grown up with with the club. You know, he's recruited from. Um, you know, Western New South Wales at a young age, so uh, he, he carries that attitude with him. And Moses is desperate to establish himself after obviously a disappointing finish at um, at Manly, but uh, enormous talent. He's trained really well since he's got here, so they both need to just get really uh, serious. You know, in their in their um, you know their ability to mature as players now. Yeah, mate, two of the guys that really impressed me during the adversity part of the season was Billy Burns and Jackson Ford. I thought they both really stepped up. What's your expectations for them this year, mate? Yeah, they're both good young players. Um, you know, Bill's, Bill might in trial is just uh, about fit, but he's, he's had a little um, foot uh, problem at the bottom of his foot, which we've been managing. Um, Forty's had a great off-season. So, yeah, the expectations they get in and you know, fight for their spot. We've got a fairly deep list now in the forward pack. And again, they've had probably, you know, two or three decent years now in and out of the NRL where they've, they've um, you know, they've shown they can handle the level. Now it's about wanting to be a starter and wanting to be in the 17 every week. So, and that and that's the good thing about the NRL for young guys, you know, when they're coming through is having to fight through that, you know, that maze and, and really establish themselves. But they're extremely talented and, you know, good people. So, um, we, you know, we'll just see how they go on the trial. Yeah, Hook, let's finish off with Moses Embiid. Now, we all know the, you know, the level that he's at. You know, he's been an origin player. He's been around a few different clubs now and he's just got yeah. so much utility, just value. Is that kind of where you see him moving forward? Yeah, at the moment. And, and to Moses' credit, you know, when... We spoke to him about coming to the club. Uh, he was extremely humble about how best he thought he could fit in, um, and the attraction with Moses was that he, you know, he can play anywhere on the back line. He's played state of origin at centre. Um, you know, he's been to the playoffs as a as a halfback with you know with the Bulldogs. He's played a lot of fullback. So, and then you know, uh, the Tigers used him at nine last year. So that was the attraction. He's a, he's a really uh, experienced um, utility, and, and to his credit, he, he, he he's, um, sees that as a real strength of his to be able to come to our club and help in all those roles. He sees the long-term development that we're on a path with now with Amone and Sloan and Sullivan and Ramsey and those guys. And, um, you know, he doesn't want to get in the way of that or, or take their spot. He's actually come here with a mindset that he wants to play his role within the team, whatever that might be, to one to get the best out of himself, but two to be able to to be able to help what we're you know what we're doing for the future here. So I've been really impressed with him. Um, he's, again, he's only twenty seven. He's been playing first grade since he was nineteen. So um, sometimes I think he's a lot older than he is. So he's he's still got his best football in front of him, and um, uh, who knows where he'll end up. But the, the good thing about him is he's come here 
you know, with a mindset that he's coming here to help, you know, develop the team. And if, if that means he has to be the utility and play number 14, he's happy with that and, and, and to start there. Yeah, love the attitude. Well, Hook, really appreciate your time, mate, and all the best of luck for the season ahead, bud. No worries, mate. See you.